Hello, 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 and welcome. Wanted to welcome you to this week's podcast where we will be talking about what we allow, what we allow um, in our heart, in our mind, and even in our soul. John 14, 1 uh, begins to talk about, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. So let me give you the definition of what the verb let actually means. The verb let means to allow, to pass, to go, or to come. Whatever you allow to pass through, whatever you grant access. Isn't that amazing that we have power? to allow. And this scripture says, let not your heart be troubled. You say, well, Anita, that's easier said than done. But is it? I wrote down, is knowing Jesus enough? Can we get by just with knowing what the word of God says about a certain thing? So therefore, if we get triggered or we get um, empowered with the word let, then that means that I am in control of my thoughts, my emotion, my fears. I'm really in control of my day. So that means that you cannot say somebody made you have a bad day. Because once you get this into your heart and mind, then you will recognize that I got the power. And that's what I want to resonate with this message to let us know that I have the power. Now, there is a scripture in Jude that says that I need to build up on my most holy faith. So that means that you say, well, you know, I, I haven't learned how to, you know, be at peace. I haven't learned how to not be mad or not be frustrated or not to succumb. So that scripture that that that's in Jude, it reminds us that if you are court low in an area, it reminds us that now we got to start building up. We got to start building up on our most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. There's prayer again. We cannot get past the fact that we have to have relationship. We have to have communication with our God every day, not just when an issue comes about, not just when I'm sick or I need my bills paid or when I'm in trouble. No, the Bible says that we ought to be able to just get up every day and just begin to laudate and begin to magnify the Lord, just general principle. Don't you want your children just general principle to wash the dishes without you saying, if you do something, I'll give you $10? You know, don't you want your children just to rake the yard, fold up their clothes, just do their chores because they just need to be done? The same way it is with God. We should not just categorize God or, or, or fleece God to say, well, God, if you do this, I'll do this. And if you do this, I'll do this. No. 
prayer should just simply be a delight. So therefore, we should just draw relationship with God just because he's our savior and just because he's our God. But listen, today we're talking about the power of letting. The power of let. The definition again is to allow. So my empowerment piece to you today is what are you allowing? What are you allowing to get into your emotions? What are you allowing to get into your thoughts? What are you allowing to make you afraid? What are you allowing to make you depressed or oppressed? Sometimes when I get up in the morning, after I get through making my declarations, I say, today, devil, you will not, I will not cause a phone call, a text, an email, an 800 number, my supervisor, my children, my boss, my neighbor, being stuck in traffic. Sometimes you got to verbalize, I will not let. That means that I will not allow, I will not anybody to Shanghai, I will not let anything illegally hijack my peace, my joy. It's really up to us. So that means that you got to purpose it, you know, in your heart instead of saying, have you ever said this? If, if one more person do this to me, I'm going to explode. Have you ever said that? So that means that you don't already program yourself that you ain't taking nothing today. You don't already told them that if my supervisor say this, I'm going to read them. If somebody cut me off in traffic, I'm going to let them have it. You know what? You know what you're doing? You are letting. You are utilizing your power to allow. You are utilizing your power to grant access, to grant occupancy. You are utilizing that power. You know why you're utilizing that power? Because you done already told yourself, I'm not taking it anymore. I'm frustrated. I'm tired. I'm weary. I'm worn. I can't take, I am fed up. Have you ever told yourself I'm fed up? I have. So, so now we got to do a reciprocal. We got to do the reverse. We got to reverse that thing. Instead of saying, you know what? I'm not going to take no more. Now we got to say, you know what, Lord, today I'm going to rely on your word. Your word told me in John 14 to let not my heart be troubled. So therefore, I'm not going to let my bills trouble me, my broken marriage trouble me, my children being incarcerated trouble me. I'm not going to let COVID-19 trouble me. I'm not going to let the presidential election trouble me. I'm not going to let whether or not my bills I passed do trouble me. I am I'm not allowing anything to hijack my peace and rob me of my joy. The Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. Let me give you another definition of what trouble means. Trouble means to fret. When you fret, you worry so much about something that it eats away at you. Have you ever thought about something and, 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 and you made yourself cry or you made yourself be depressed? That means that you lingered on that thought too long. When you fret over something, it consumes your thought. Every now and every time you think about it, you know, you're thinking about it, you're daydreaming while you're in traffic. You know, you're in a meeting at work and you're thinking about it. You know why? Because you have allowed yourself to fret over it. If you tell yourself not to fret about something, then that means that you've allowed yourself not to be plagued with that thing. That's letting you know I got the power. Can you tell somebody 
when you're listening at this podcast, give me some feedback by typing in the field. I got the power. Type in the comments. I got the power. I am going to be in control over my destiny, my day, my thoughts, my emotions, my fears, my phobia. We have authority. And when we take full, uh, when we take full ownership of the power and the authority that God has given us. The Bible says that we can do some things with that authority. We can do some things with that, with that power. The Bible lets us know that he have granted unto us all power and all authority, but it's something that we have to do. The scripture says in Philippians four and six, it says, be careful. What does be careful mean then allow? Don't allow yourself to be careful for nothing. I'm not going to allow myself to fret, to worry about how my bill's going to get paid. I'm not going to be worried about what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to wear. I'm not worried about that. Why? Because it says in Philippians 4 and 6, be careful for nothing. But then it says, but, and whenever there is a but in behind something, it erases everything that was previously stated. So that means if I was worrying, if I was fretful, if I was depressed, oppressed, I'm pacing the floor, I done lost my appetite, done bit off all my nails, some people hair fall out, you're full of anxiety, you know, you're crying, you're eating too much, you're spending too much, you're gaining weight, you're losing weight because of stress hallelujah because of worryation this is what I want you to do instead of have having on your bumper sticker or having on your t-shirt or having on a coffee mug I'm too blessed to be stressed then you need to eat that thing because you know what we as a people we have some good colloquial sayings we have some good t-shirts we have some good bumper stickers we got plaques we got you know Things wrap, you know, little uh, emojis. We got uh, little um, things that we use as bracelets. We got good sayings. But the scripture lets me know that we don't have to let it just be a saying that we wear. Glory to God. But it can be a part of your everyday um, everyday lifestyle. You got to practice it. So normally when you find yourself stressed, when you find yourself worrying, you got to say stop. And if you can't mentally do it, verbalize yourself. Stop. And your co-worker's probably going to say, what? I ain't did nothing. I ain't said anything. No, you said that I'm practicing some things in my head. I'm practicing some things because, you know, I got to let the enemy know that your assignment, your assignment is null and void. I've gotten so bold in prayer, I let the devil know that I'm not going to allow you to take my peace, my joy. I'm not going to let you rob me, you know, of my sanity, of my happiness, of my goodwill. I'm not going to allow you. So I come up against it. And you got to be forceful in prayer. You got to say, devil, your assignment is null and void. Hallelujah. And I tell my people that I pray with, I say, you got to learn a new terminology. You got to learn some words like I legislate some things in the realm of the spirit. I veto some things in the realm of the spirit. I can dominate some things. I have a 
authority in prayer. You got to learn the definition of these words. And then you got to go in your day saying, devil, I veto every plot, every plan that you're not going to make my day today. I legislate today that I'm going to be, that I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to be at peace today. It doesn't matter what happened at work. Doesn't matter what happened in traffic. Doesn't matter what happened. Devil, I take full control to let not my, my heart be troubled. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to fret. I'm going to do what the word of God say. And I'm going to build up on it so that, it, that if, if, if out of a seven day week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say five of them days. I ain't gonna worry. So you gotta put, you gotta put, you know, a goal on it. If you are used to, to worrying and being fretful and always fearful, some people I talk to, you know, I ask them how they doing, you know, they always nervous. They always fretful. They always afraid. We gotta practice, especially in this COVID-19 era, in this unprecedented time as the world has put on it. We got to say, you know what? I'm going to practice not being afraid. Don't get me wrong. It is a concern when people are still being diagnosed with COVID-19. It is a concern when people are still, you know, being hospitalized with COVID-19. But at some point in our life, we got to say, Father, I just trust you to protect me. At the same time, wear your mask, do your do your due diligence with washing your hands, hand sanitizing, social distancing, do all of that. But every day we got to say, Lord God, I look for you to protect me because I don't want to be afraid to go to the mailbox. I don't want to be afraid to go to the grocery store. I don't want to be afraid. So Father, today I am going to exercise my power to allow my heart not to be troubled. I'm not going to allow the devil to penetrate me through fear and doubt and unbelief. I'm not going to grant. You got to tell the devil today, access denied. You got to stamp that in the beginning of your day and say, "Mm -mm, access denied. And when fear comes, access denied. Hallelujah. When stress comes, you got to say, access denied. When weariness come, loneliness come, you got to say, access denied. When frustration come, access denied. Devil, I do not allow you access into my peace, my joy, my happiness. I'm not going to allow that to happen. So we are learning today that we have the power. At the end of the day, can you say, I had the power. I utilized my authority. I utilized my power. I utilized the spoken word. Do you not know that the Bible says that we can speak those things that be not as though they were? Do you not know that the power of how you can shift the atmosphere is in the power of what you speak? So today, I want you to know that you got the power. You got the power that the scripture gives you. You got the power that the scripture gives you. So that means that you need to learn some scriptures. One of my fathers in the gospel said, you got to get you a promise for every problem. You know how, uh, when a, the bad guy or the villain, you know, when, when, when the police officer or the, uh, investigative, uh, detective comes to knock on the door, the first thing they say is call my lawyer. 
they have a lawyer on retainer because they know they're a bad guy and they know they're going to always need somebody to defend them. Well, listen, I encourage you to have you a scripture on retainer just in case the devil come in to make you fretful, weary, afraid, to make you sick, to make you plagued with anything. You say, hold up, devil. I got me a scripture on retainer. I got a promise for every one of my problems. That's some of our homework. You got to always study to show yourself approved because you don't know when you're going to need the scripture. You don't never know when you're going to need the scripture to bail you out. There's a scripture that says everything is going to go down. They're not by one jot, one tittle, everything going down but the word. That means that the word is going to stand for ever our, our fancy sayings are gonna die the bible says that heaven and earth gonna pass away but my word gonna stand forever so i want to encourage every believer find you a promise for all of your problems so this is some of my favorites that when the devil constantly bother me i pick up i pick up when the enemy comes in like a flood he gonna lift up a standard against him I oftentimes say when my thoughts ain't right, I say, Lord God, you said in your word that you have thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring Anita unto an expected end. Hallelujah. When I don't think something is going to be provided for my children, I have this is a scripture on retainer that I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor my seed beg for bread. You got to find you a problem for, you got to find you a promise for every one of your problems. And it's in there. When ends are not making sense, when it seems like I got holes, I got, I got my money in bags with holes. I said in his word that God, you said you were going to supply all of my need according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I find me a promise for my problem and therefore it allows me to let not my heart fail me. The scripture lets us know that I've given you power, I've given you love, and I've given you a sound mind. So I want to be able to come to you and retrain our thinking to let us know we just don't have to wake up every day and say, different day, same old, same old. Have y'all heard that? How, have you heard somebody say, well, how you doing? Same, you know, different day, same story. That's not my testimony. The Bible say that he daily load us with benefits. So that means that I want you to learn this scripture, that when you get up in the morning, I want you to say, Father, whatever benefit, and this is how I pray people, I say, Father, whatever benefit is for me, my children, and my grandchildren, I ask that you would bestow it upon us. Whatever it is, I ask that you would grant it unto us in the name of Jesus. 
You got to be able, you got to be proactive in your day because the devil don't want you to have peace. The devil don't want you to have joy. The devil don't want you to be well. He want to plague you and bombard you with stuff that don't amount to anything. But you have to take charge of your day early in the morning. And you have to say, devil, you're not going to make my day. I'm not going to even allow you to even get in my thought process. You know why? The Lord taught me this a long time ago. Philippians 4 and 8. Philippians 4 and 8 teaches us how to think. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So my question to you today is, what are you thinking? How are you thinking? You have to adapt to this scripture in Philippians 4, 6 through 8. You have to be careful for nothing. You have to let prayer, supplications with thanksgiving. We can let our requests be made known unto God. And verse 7 says, and the peace of God. Hallelujah. If you're troubled on every side, you got to say, Father, Philippians 4 and 7 says that the peace pass my understanding. Let it keep my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus. We got to put the word. Those are promises that I just gave us. Promises that the word say that I don't have to worry. I don't have to be careful for nothing. The peace of God can surpass my wildest understanding and how I think. Paul said, finally, brethren, after you done prayed, after you done supplicated, after you done worshiped, after you done told God thank you, after he done blew your mind with peace, joy, and happiness, now I'm finna train, I'm finna retrain my brain how to think. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So that means that you gotta learn how to think. And that means that we got to know what to put in our brain, what to put in our mind. And I, I, I want to go a step further. What are you listening to all day? What are you listening to? What are you, what kind of music are you listening to? What are you watching on television? What are you watching on social media? As a man thinketh, so is he. So that means that if you're not putting some promises in your mind, when a problem come, you're not going to know how to knock it out of the ballpark. If you're just putting a lot of filth and a lot of things that do not prosper and educate your mind, then when, when issues arise, you're not going to know how to have that faith that's needed, that we can speak to things that'll move out of our way. I want you to know today, that the power is yours. What power or what authority do you choose to exercise is how you are gonna get the victory. So let me recap this. We started out by talking about let not. And Jesus was talking to his disciples because he was getting ready to go and they began to be sorrowful. But Jesus let them know, hey, hold up guys. Don't let your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, then you believe also in me. 
He says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I wouldn't have even told you. But Jesus said, guess what I'm getting ready to do for you? I'm getting ready to go to prepare a place for you. Do you know why this is the most read scripture at funerals? Because we're trying to give hope to the family members. To, 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 to Don't let the passing of your loved one consume you with grief and sorrow and loneliness and dread and fret. Especially if your loved one was saved, they, they, they love the Lord, and you know you know, that their name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. This scripture was meant to encourage the believer that even though you're going to miss your loved one, don't let it be sorrowful. Don't let your heart be, a, don't let your heart, you know, be upset. And, and, and don't, don't, don't just gravitate to grief. Don't just gravitate to sorrow. Don't just gravitate to despair. No, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. Isn't our ultimate goal is to meet Jesus face to face one day? Isn't our ultimate goal is that, that, that when we leave this earth, that we're going to that mansion that he promised us? Hallelujah. The scripture says that whether I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Hallelujah. So we want to hold and, and, and gravitate to this scripture that says what Jesus said. We got to find a promise for our problem by letting not your heart. So I want to encourage you today that if you're sick, if you're feeble, if you're fretful, if you're depressed, if you're full of despair, I came to let you know you have the power. You have the power to allow it or not to allow it. You have the power and the authority, whether it can, um, whether you grant it occupancy or whether you let it take root, let it fester and let it grow. You have the power. So therefore, if you say I'm too weak, I'm too weak, then that means that you better get you a friend, get you a prayer partner, because the Bible says that we ought to bear the infirmity of the weak. But it also says, but not to doubt for disputation. So I'm not going to get me a friend that, 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 that believes like me. I'm going to get me a friend that's going to sharpen me. The Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. So I'm going to get me a person that in my feebleness, in my weakness, in my grief, I'm going to get me somebody that's, 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 that's got pom-poms and cheering me on and said, Nita, girl, you got the power. I want to get me somebody that says, girl, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. I am building up on my wardrobe of faith. I'm building up on my scriptures, my promises for my problem. Get you a notepad. I encourage you as a believer. Listen, I have so many notepads with scriptures written down. When I study my Bible, I don't even have to really carry my Bible because when I'm studying, I write down, I just don't write down the scripture, uh, the, the, the um, scripture as far as where it's found. I literally write down the entire verse. That way, if, if I'm at my desk at work or if I'm in public, I don't have to carry my Bible at work because I already wrote it down so I can quote scriptures. I can quote them verbatim. I write them down. It's nothing wrong with writing things down. 
write them down so you won't forget them. Write them down so you will know them verbatim. So my empowerment or my encouragement um, piece for today is let not your heart be troubled because you have the power. You have the power to decree and to declare a thing. So as we leave the line today, I want you to know that you have the power, that you have the power. You have more power than you think you have. So I want you to to begin to define what does it mean for you to let not your heart be troubled and neither let it be afraid. Amen. Thank you today for tuning in to um, our broadcast. I got a brand new bag. Thank you.